Welcome to Legends of Greyskull, the podcast that dives deep into the mythology of Masters of the Universe, with your hosts, Matthew Dooch and Sean Scavana. News, reviews, remasterings, and more are just ahead on Legends of Greyskull. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 72 of Legends of Greyskull. The fan podcast where we discuss the history, the mystery, the magic, and mythology of E-Man, Sheepra, Eternia, Etheria, Nordor, Primus, New Adventures, Old Adventures, Ladybird, UK Annuals, Comics, Mini Comics, anything and everything you can think of with that E-Man, Shira, Masters of the Universe, Princess of Power, that Mattel logo down in the corner. I'm Matthew Duch, here again with Sean Skavarna. Sean, how are we doing today? I didn't even think of the answer to this question before we started recording. <laughs> I'm here. We I'm just, good. I mean, I, we're out here asking yeah, yeah. the hard questions boo, boo. here. Yeah, I know. It, like it, it's like it's like I'm on Sally Jesse Raphael or something, or Leonardo or Donatello or yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm doing all right for the most part. Can't complain. How about you? Wonderful. It has been. It has been, I think it's been a couple weeks since we last got together, but it, it yeah. has flown by. Uh, personally, I started a new job this week, um, so that's was a long overdue change. Uh, having a lot of fun so far, getting through orientation, um, and, and more importantly, and we'll get into it a bit later, but I, I'm flying out to California tomorrow, so... It's it's going boom boom boom. Lots of stress, but it's going to be all worth it. Leaving on a jet plane. <laughs> That's all you got to Come on, I can't remember all the lyrics to that one. That was a little before my time, and we Don't know that I'm know old. So. Back again. <laughs> there you go. Well, you'll be back. Next well, week. That's, that, that's <laughs> so weird. I can't our, really see that. Our, our viewership just dropped by 200. And, <laughs> and we're not even live. I was just going to say, <laughs> we have 200. <laughs> we're, de- we're at a deficit from this point on. Oh, God. That's, that's weird. Oh, I've never seen yeah, YouTube so... start us off in the <laughs> negative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Congratulations on the new job. That's awesome. And, uh, and congratulations on the uh, trip. I mean, for me, the the best thing that's happened to me in the last two weeks is my kids went back to school full time yes. finally, and uh, this is the first week of almost a full week of them going back and me just going, "Wow, I don't remember how it feels to have a quiet house anymore. This is amazing." Because yeah, you so. guys, you guys did, you never resumed in person last year did you no we, yeah. no my wife was dead set against doing it that sure, way sure. until uh she my wife is the one that's always looking at the numbers and the numbers were still pretty hey. pretty high or you know they'd have their peaks and dips and all that oh, yeah but it's been crazy until the vaccine came out she was like nope we're not doing this and now it's like okay we both of us admit it we, we both admitted defeat uh, during the summer, like we got to get them back to school. This is not working. Yeah, so it's it's, it's, it's a tough it's time good. all over the country, <laughs> but it's glad we're getting back to a bit of normalcy. We're getting, you know, yeah, think cons, but cons are happening. Cons you know, are happening. Uh, stuff is rolling out. There's there's new toys and everything. So I guess I guess I guess I'll go first. Rolling right off that cons, 
So this past weekend, it. we had Hall of Heroes uh, over in Elkhart, about uh, 45 minutes, an hour away from me. So I, uh, I grabbed my older daughter on Saturday. We rolled over there after I got off work, and, uh, and we had a lot of fun. She, it was the first time she's been to a con. Um, it just, uh-huh. it's, there were some celebrities, uh, they had, um, Sam Jones of Flash Gordon fame was there, and, uh, Adrian Paul from Highlander and, and much else, um, trying to think of it, there were, there were, I'm sorry, all you celebrities that I don't remember, um, but there was, there was a handful, I mean, it's not a huge con, it's not a San Diego, or even a Wizard World Chicago, but it's, it's a nice con. They had lots of cosplayers, including the famous Night Mage, who had a tremendous Skeletor cosplay on, which I could not get a good picture of because he was always surrounded everywhere he went. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, it was a good time. She had a lot of fun. She got some artwork and stuff of uh, Deku from My Hero Academia and Batgirl. She got a nice picture of and uh, uh, she really enjoyed it, especially as somebody she is very much into the arts, which I don't know where she gets that from because I can't even draw a stick figure. Um, but she, she's taking a lot of art courses at school. That's, that was her big thing. She was the cosplay in the, in the artist alley. Like that's, that's where she wanted to be the whole day. So it was a lot of fun. Um, and of course I ran into, uh, a number of people there that, that we know from the onlines, um, Scott Wiles, uh, local, uh, toy vendor. Uh, he, owns the endless toy shelf uh he was there he's he lives uh a town away from me and then uh, uh my wife is going to kill me fame uh travis bowles and old man kyle moore were both there <laughs> so that was a lot of fun getting to see them again and hang around mm-hmm. and uh and travis dealt me some of the sweet sweet plastic crack so oh yeah uh first up i got from the mythic legions line I got Purplore, which... Nice. I... I'm going to be honest, guys. The, the I'm always real hit or miss on the on the Masters of the Universe tribute figures. And Purplore and Kauros, the Battle Cat uh, homage figures, never really did anything for me. Um, there's a, there's a few I really like and a few I'm just indifferent to. Mm-hmm. These, these guys didn't really do it for me. And I was just like, eh, whatever. I never bothered getting them. And for some reason, uh, um, not for some reason, but on, I recently joined the Mythic Legion's Cabal. And on the Cabal, I saw Kauros and Purplore with an alternate head. Yep. I did not realize they came with an alternate head. Mm-hmm. But once I saw that head on them, and my lighting is horrible in here today for some reason, that with that orc head on them, yeah, I said I have to have them. Yeah. And so yeah. I did. I do <laughs> not care for this, and that's how I figured out what it is. I do not care for this cat head sculpt. It, it, in my opinion, it is too calm. It is too serene mm-hmm. looking. Um, if you're going to yeah. do a cat, it needs to be snarling. It has to need, especially for Purplor, right? Panthor, like, it, it, no offense, this is a beautiful head right here. 
my camera focuses. Yeah, I mean, it's beautiful. Beautifully sculpted, beautifully done. It doesn't do much for me as a cat warrior. So, mm -hmm. but once I saw that with the orc head on it, and again, my lighting is doing terrible things to this purple orc, he looks beautiful in person. And that's when I knew I had to have him. So, I, I don't know how I missed those alternate heads, but I did. But I've now corrected it. Yeah, Purple or um, I wanted to display that way. And honestly, same problem. Uh, when I had them in hand, I, I know a lot of people, when they get Mythic Legions in hand, they're, they're just sitting there going, wow. Like, I am right, right now. I mean, if you look behind me, I got multiple shelves right now. But it's like, it, when I first got him, I, I was excited to get him. And then when I got him in hand, I'm like, that face is doing nothing for me. And at the time I didn't want to buy an orc. I wanted to buy it for purplore. And right. I ended up uh, that, that one was one I flipped. I either did a swap or uh, I sold them. And honestly, up until you reminded me of that orc head, I didn't regret it. And now I regret it because now I want the damn orc. I don't, <laughs> and that's the thing, right? Because you never, you never see those displayed or at least I don't with the orc head on them. You always it, see them with the, the cat head. And I didn't. I'd never seen that Kauros head before because that's that's even more amazing because it's got the red helmet on, yeah. you know, in mm -hmm. homage to yep. Battle Cat's helmet. So I'll be getting Kauros yep. too, and that's how I will be displaying them. Um, the other thing I got from Travis is uh, this beautiful custom figure. I don't know why it just it, it tickled my fancy when I saw it, and it let me get. The, piece in here Ugh. and that is a zombie man-at-arms <laughs> zombie man-at-arms zombie man-at-arms it is a beautiful custom paint job i'm like that is neat it's even got the the uh and i did a horrible job of placing it but the the axe in two parts so that you can actually place it in as though it, he's been run through Wow. You know, with it. And then <laughs> the icing on the cake is I found out that this is actually a Stephen Bashati of Podcasters of the Universe. Custom. Well, geez. It's, uh, Travis said it was one of his earliest customs, but it's, it's beautiful all around. Bloodiness on the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. For, I'm not, for Steve I'm not being a, who he is, it's pretty dark. <laughs> I, I'm not a big custom guy, but that one I'm just like, okay, that's that's cool. I didn't even realize when I bought it that the weapon displayed like that. That's when I got it home. Mm -hmm. um, and it also comes with, with a a head here with hair up so that he can actually hold it. Um, oh, cool. So yeah, he can okay. hold it, he can hold it by the hair. Yeah. Like his most recent kill. <laughs> yeah, right. Like he's carrying a severed head around. Nice. So that that's wow. That's pretty cool. And I also got a wonderful diorama. I don't think I can get. Oh, maybe I can. Um, by that was made by Travis's wife Heidi Bowles. Um, oh, geez. Yeah. No, that's it's, beautiful. It's nice, got a nice little rock outcropping there. Um, Give you guys a sense nice. of nice. He comes up to there, and then there is enough of a ledge up here. <laughs> you can get a second figure up there. There's racks and everything. It's it's very yeah. nicely done. Um, 
Also, a bit of brilliant ingenuity, especially when I was traveling home, I was really worried about snapping it, and mm-hmm. it is actually connected with magnets. So Nicely don't done. Worry about it, you know, you having to re-glue it or anything. It's magnets, lifts off, reconnects. So, amazing <laughs> what, work what, by Heidi Bowles. What's funny is uh, you'll hear Travis on, on the show usually use the phrase, does it pair well with Mythic Legions? That's <laughs> always his, like, yeah. everybody has that, how do you end a sentence? And that's usually how he does. And it, it, it pairs well with Mythic Legions, as I was about to say. So, yeah. It does. That, that is great. That, and that's, that's lovely, lovely craftsmanship on I, his wife's part. I don't have much to photograph with. As you've seen, I've been taking a lot of pictures recently with again Aerithier, and I finally unboxed my Masterverse figures. And so mm-hmm. I was kind of getting sick of just shooting inside or around Castle Grayskull all the time because that's one of the big pieces I have. Um, so it's nice to get something a little more generic, a little more, you know, can be just about anything. Just make a good backdrop. Sure. Uh, you get anything this week, Shawnee? Oh, boy. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're turning into the Mythic Legions podcast because this is how my week went. Um I think there's at least one of those around, so we don't need to be the second one. But I'll start off with this bad boy. Um, there was somebody on the cabal who who was offering up a uh, Keltus, and it was an incomplete one. But I'm really weird where I had two Adamons, and that was not by me wanting to do that. That was more of like, that's how it worked out. So when I saw this extra Keltus, I'm like, we're doing this. I had these wings. I bought them about two months ago, I want to say. And I finally got them on a figure I like. So now I have my, as I've said to Matt before, Keltus 2.0. So I made this guy up. So that, I'm digging him. And I like that I don't have to deal with the wings not being on somebody. Because that was driving me crazy. Um, But yeah, he's missing the blue skull head that uh, would make him a, 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 just a skeleton warrior. Speaking of orcs, there we I got go. a Red Fury orc in. One of my favorites. I, I absolutely love the Red Fury orcs. I don't know what it is. I just love the fact it's like Red Hulk. It's like it's cool that there's green ones, but when you see a red one, there's like ooh, you know, it's it, that one is a showstopper. So I got another one. So I have two of those now, which is cool. Um, and and some of these are courtesy of Cullen Culp, who he's all over the different Mythic Legions and Masters of the Universe. Groups on Facebook, really good guy. Faunus. Oh, I've been seeing a lot of them um, lately. I I was not the biggest fan of like the woodland looking guys, but this one, yeah, that works nice. for me. So Faunus is a, is a nice cool addition. Again, Cullen helped me with him. And then I got this big guy here, the Shadow Equidron. Woo! From Cullen as well. He was one of my. I had to get him somehow. Very much appreciated to finally get this guy. And no, this isn't what comes with him. I just like that hammer. No, that um, works perfect for his now, he, accessory. <laughs> he's oversized, isn't he? He he is oversized. I think that's nine inches tall versus yeah. the, the six inches. Uh, so, he, so that's really cool. No, but I won't. We're we're a family show. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this guy was kind of like a custom piece that ended up getting kit bashed. And I like them, and I'm keeping them like that. 
uh, a skeleton warrior with a, uh, this is a different head from the line. Certain parts are a little different, but I really nice. dug him. He's got this uniqueness. So I did that in a trade and happiness ensues. And uh, yeah, so my, my legions are really becoming legion and that's kind of freaky because I'm trying to figure out my shelf space down here to make this all work. <laughs> so since we're doing the mythic legions, legends of legends of mythos podcast right now, <laughs> what, I guess I should have thrown up the off world background and still, instead of the legends of Grayskull background, but uh, what do you think about the cosmic legions teasers? That we have been seeing from the Four Horsemen. Um, I think they're cool. I, yeah. I was uh, like the first one that uh, four armed alien looking yes, dude. That's... Uh, that one had me like, whoa! Like they're going here already. And um, Jesse from Off Off World, uh, he's a huge fan of usually the female characters. And when mm-hmm. the second one came up of the alien uh, female. I said it right over. I'm like, this is up your alley. He's like, you're damn right that is. Yeah. And uh, the the most recent one they did yesterday was a bug, like yep, a, like a, a, a like bug. a locust or whatever. Yeah. And that one cool. so already, I'm like, okay, what are they doing with this? Uh, and it's kind of fun to go like, I don't know all the answers to this, and I'm really like Friday night, uh, as of the taping of this Friday night, they're going to be doing the reveals uh, on their YouTube, yep. on the Four Horsemen YouTube channel, and I'm nine, definitely nine p.m. Cur- Eastern, nine p.m. Eastern, and I'm very curious to see what they have to show off because, you know, I've I, I've admitted uh, I'll I'll admit this uh, on the show here, but I'm, I admitted the Matt a while ago. I decided instead of doing any other line, I'm going to try to focus on Mythics because the pre-orders make it that I'm not running out to the store. Yeah. I'm spending money just randomly. I um, I went in pretty deep in the last two months to get some of the ones that I really wanted. But then I looked at it and I'm like, but after that, I'm not spending tons of money. I'm right. getting them now. They're not going up in price if I get them now. And then I do pre-orders. Yep. So I, I kind of went all in on that right now because – as much as I know we have cool master stuff coming out, the origins line didn't do much for me master verse for right now. It's like, it's nice that it's there and everything, but the mythics are really grabbing me them more than anything else. And that's where my money's going towards. But, um, but yeah, it doesn't mean I don't love He-Man and it doesn't mean I don't want to be a part of the He-Man community oh, yeah. and the masters community, but I'm very much like, I really need to, it's a, it's more of like a, my, I only have X amount of dollars at this point, and Mythics are really doing it. And now this new line is like, oh crap! But I can be in on the ground floor, yeah, on something versus being four, four to five years behind. Yep, uh, and they're, they're, it's going to be a pre-order. We can find it. I, th- I think, I think it's going to be the same for me with Cosmic as it is for Mythic. Like for me, Mythic is, you know, the the skeletons, the demons, the orcs that that weird stuff first. You know what? The, yeah. The, I mean, they're all great, but mm-hmm. give me a choice between a knight and a demon. I'm going to grab that demon every time. Um, Agreed. You know, skeletons, they're the only good skeleton toys out there, I'd say. I mean, I know um, the company that does Golden Axe, I know they've done some skeleton stuff, but those are smaller scale. And I'd, like they, but the, these are like the only like great 
six inch scale skeletons, you know? Yeah. And, and I have no problem mixing lines. I love, I love all my stuff mixed together. So, so for me, it's all about what kind of fits my collecting. And so, yeah, like you said, that four-armed alien. Oh, absolutely. Give me him. Uh, the mm-hmm. bug was pretty cool. That, that female alien, the blue one was kind of my most like, and eh, she looks nice. Soft goods are an interesting addition. But it yep. didn't really yeah. wow me. And then just now, actually, uh, it popped up on my phone. They revealed another image. I don't even know what it is. It's a green alien with a mech suit on and uh, maybe frog, like almost amphibian-based. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of remembers me of like the, the Battletoads. Uh, not Battletoads. Uh, Bucky O'Hare. Uh, okay. Those those aliens. I don't remember their names. Um, but yeah, it's, it's exciting that they're getting the branch out. Like... As Mythic did all your stereotypical high fantasy creatures and characters, now Cosmic gets to do, I'm, you know, like your your stereotypical sci-fi characters. And what's most exciting is these things are all going to be modular. They're all going to be mix and match. So you yep. can get, especially us being Masters fans, you can get more of a Masters character. You know, I can take yeah. I can take a demon, you know, arms, head, maybe feet, and then put them on a spacesuit body. You know, demons mm-hmm. in space. So yeah, I mean, it's I mean, your your imagination's your limit, right? I mean, yeah. you've shown you did your Celtis, you did even your yep. skeleton has some. I mean, I know it came yeah. that way, but it's got some mix and match. And I know, yeah, I know and- you as an artist are really big on that. Oh, I'm I'm in trouble. Uh, uh, this line, <laughs> like I I know this is the case with this line, and because I I didn't have that, how do I get into this? What's the thing that's really going to grab me and pull me into it up until the last few months? And now I'm like every day I'm searching eBay, going okay, fodder. What what do we got this time? You know, and I'll, I'll just I'll grab up uh, boots, I'll grab up gauntlets, yep. and I'll whatever. Because sometimes it's just, I don't want to do a paintbrush. So I just, okay, I got these pieces. I can work with these colors. And then there's other times where it's like, well, there's a specific thing or whatever. And there's so many customizers out there. Uh, and and they do amazing work. I see them all the time. I mean, it, just in the last, uh, it, even this week, Wolf King Customs, which, again, Steve Bashotti, he, he does stuff with them. He paints a, a lot of the the heads and stuff that they make. And it's like, and he comes up with, he helps create some of the designs as well uh, for the characters. And it's like, you know, you have people like that out there coming up with things to make this expand even more. And uh, like, th- that's kind of where I got that. Okay. How, uh, what do I want to do here? Because my, my love is going to always be classics for masters at this point, because the newer stuff still isn't grabbing me the way that classics did. Right. Classics really like it, it was just like grabbed me by the throat and pulled me along for like four or five years because I was late to the party there. And and now I've gotten to the point of saturation going. I have I have everything I could have asked to want at the beginning of the, of collecting it. They're all here on my shelves. And I'm like, well, that line won't give me any more now. So that's kind of why I gravitated. I, I took the sidestep and I went to Mythics instead because um the modular, like you said, the modular aspect of this, like even if you got a random figure 
if you cobble together some pieces, you could turn them into something that is really unique and really cool or whatever. And uh, another thing that this does that Masters did for me as a kid and still does is you can create your own thing then and go, this is my story for this guy. And you can go with your own headcanon. You can go down rabbit holes. And I feel like the the newer master stuff isn't making me want to do that. This is making me want to do that. Right. That's part of the appeal. When I when I collect something, it's like you can buy an Optimus Prime and it's Optimus Prime. That's it. You know, you can buy Leonardo Raphael, whatever, and they're Leonardo Raphael. But when you get some of these things like classics and you can mix and match some of the like the boots, the loincloths, the heads, and all this, or mythics and do all sorts of crazy stuff, it's like how cool is it? This is new, the new play for adults, yeah. you know? And that's what makes it endearing and makes me keep like going down these rabbit holes with, with especially mythics now. And here's the thing too. Um, you know, that that's all amazing. And, you know, they've got the Kickstarter has ended now, but mm-hmm. mythic legions is coming out with the mythic legions tactics video game. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be mobile, Steam, and PC, I believe. I think they're eyeing like Xbox and PlayStation. I'm not 100% on that, or if that's down the road, like if that's going to be at launch. But, you know, there's going to be a character creator in there. Mm-hmm. So, number one, you could use that character creator to test some stuff out before you actually make it. You know, because yeah. all those all those pieces are going to be Mythic Legion's pieces. Yeah. Number two, what hit me the other day, and it was while I was talking to you, Sean, is if I get into Mythic Legion's tactics, I create my character, you know, that I play with, I can then turn around and make that character out of a figure just by yeah. getting the parts I need. You know yes. that. How many people make custom figures where they're having to cut or sculpt or everything else? But, you know, literally with your Mythic Legions, it's, you know, if I've, if I've got these boots, these gauntlets, you know, on a, on a human knight body, like all mm-hmm. I have to do is pop. Yeah. And I got a, I got a custom figure of me. Like how, yep. how cool is that? I mean, yeah. so, and I can't wait for that video game. I mean, it's just going to be awesome. Uh, uh. With all that mythology and everything, um, yes. come into a video game, plus the character creative stuff, and just, there's going to be something for everybody. Even if you're not necessarily into video games per se, I think if you're a Mythic Legions fan, you'll find something there worth it. Um, and yeah. it will become available on, you know, for sale, just the game itself, down the road. Yeah, yeah I... I, I really wish that I knew about the Kickstarter when it first happened, but the, yeah. the original one. And, yeah. you know, it's like, I, I, I'm glad I got into the line and finally I, I was like, oh, like <laughs> the potential here, you know, and, and all I needed was these things. They, like, I, I did have the, um, the trolls and I, I actually won one of the, uh, the ice troll in one of the groups. and. Yeah. That was like a huge win for me. I couldn't believe I won this thing. That was one of my, if I could find that, I would love to have it. And that was one of the, okay, I got one on my shelf now. And then I got another troll on my shelf. And I'm like, now I kind of dig this. And then the next thing I know, I got a few of the the normal figures that I was really excited about. And here I am. And I, I don't regret it. And honestly, 
like I, I thought about it. I'm like, man, if if my house was burning to the ground, I'd grab oh, Human Skeletor and probably like Raygor and Adamon and Keltus and head out the door as long as my kids and my my wife was already outside. You Absolutely. know, like I'd be the crazy and go, I gotta save them and run back inside to get my toys. But yeah, I mean, it, these these now have, in in such a short period of time, they become near and dear to me because the potential of all this stuff that you can do with them on top of, they just represent something in a new light that I enjoy, you know? And so kudos. uh, I mean, I've, I've always, uh, I've always been a fan of what the four horsemen have done since the 2000 X masters line, but kudos to them for coming up with this. Cause man, it's like, it it is amazing to just be sitting here and tinkering with these at nighttime, and and at the end of the night, I have new figures on my shelf every night because I'm doing something different. I'm like, oh well, I guess I got a black orc barbarian guy now. That's cool, and then I go to bed. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up, we have PowerCon coming up in as of this recording, three days, seven hours. Three minutes, 24, 23, 22, 21 seconds. Somebody's on the website. I'm on the website. <laughs> I like that countdown. You know, like I said, I'm flying out tomorrow. Um, I'm excited for it. I, I, you know, I can't wait to get there. There's going to be a lot of great panels. Um. And and just to just to meet everybody, you know, meet all these guys that we talk to online. You know, obviously the uh, the 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 big ones if they're there, you know, Nate Barch and all the guys that Ted Biaselli, all the guys that work on it. But also, you know, I, you know, me and Skelly Vader are going to meet Greg uh, Greg Timazin. We're going to meet. So I, I'm really looking forward to it. This is going to be a lot of fun. I dropped something. Um. Sean, what do you, I know? Unfortunately, you you end up not being able to come. But what are you looking forward to out of this weekend, or what do you hope to see out of this weekend? I I mean, I know they're doing. Uh, I know Kevin Smith and um, Griffin Newman yeah. and uh, Tiffany Smith will be there, so that'd be kind of cool to hear what their panels about if they have it on uh, online, so I could watch that one. Because I am curious if they're going to maybe do a little reveal of season of part two, not season two, but part two of uh, Revelation, even if they give a hint or something. Yeah. Um, and I know they're going to be doing a uh, panel for the new show, the the CGI He Man and the Masters of the Universe. That one I would definitely be interested in seeing because everything that we've seen so far about that show has made me excited because. Hey, it's something new. It's a new direction that I wouldn't have expected, but I'm glad they're going there. Yeah. Um, and then uh, beyond that, I I'm I'm kind of easy going because, like I said, the the toy lines really aren't my focus. It's more the shows and the stories, kind of like yeah. you know what what brought us together. So I know there's going to be a mini comic. Uh, panel, but I don't there know. Is. I don't think that's supposed that to be online. Is that it? one's not online. There are a yeah. lot of them online. It looks about half of them are streaming online. So, guys, even if you can't go, uh, mm-hmm. you know, make sure you check that out. I'm sure there'll be more info coming about how that's going to work 
And from what I hear, it's they've actually ended up making it free again this year. I haven't heard anything about a charge for the online panels, which is something they kind of floated out there last year that they might have to do. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not everything like last year. But yeah, there's there's every, there's a Mega Constructs panel. There's you know the Masterverse panel. There's uh, and yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping to to be. I, that's my big thing. You know, I want to meet people. I want to I want to get to these panels. I want to hit as many panels as I possibly can because, like Sean, I just, I want that info. I want to sit there and listen to these guys just talk about either how they created or how they are creating or what's to come. You never know what's going to pop up. I mean, what you know, two years ago, three years ago now, the Revelation cartoon came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's exciting to potentially be in, in the room when just something drops out of nowhere. I don't think we'll get anything as big um, because they've got a lot of stuff that they've announced coming out. So I can't see them announcing, you know, anything. I don't think they're going to come out with a movie news or anything like that. But, oh, highly yeah. doubtful, yeah. Right, I'm <laughs> just saying. I think it's more going to be out about what's in the works, about the toy lines that are in the works, you know. We saw over the past week, Big Bad Toy Store has dropped some new pre-orders for a couple Mega Construct sets. You know, uh, I think Hordak Attacks and uh, Land Shark. So I'm sure we'll see. We'll actually see that stuff at PowerCon. You know, the Four Horsemen yeah. are going to be there. So it should be a very, very good time. Um, yeah. And a number one thing, and I don't know how closely you've been. You've been watching. The announcements, Sean. Um, but then, probably one of the number one things I'm looking forward to. Saturday night, there is a Masters of the Universe trivia contest. Yeah, so, we we talked about that a little bit on council. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am. That would... I am hoping I will be able to get in on that. And even if I lose mm. terribly, you know me, I love my game shows. Well, that was the one where I was—I I didn't get to make the comment on the show the other night, but I was going to say, that's the one where I show up and go, why am I even here? Because yeah. <laughs> you out of the two of us, like, I, I i don't know why I'm on shows, but you out of the two of us, you're the Riddler. And, and I'm the one that just looks at you and go, I don't know this. Like, why am I here? But uh, yeah, that one is really up your alley. So if you yes. aren't participating, I'll be really shocked. I, I hope I don't. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't really said, you know, there's not much details. Um, just from 10 to 11.30, uh, Tester, He-Man, Ishira, Trivia, and Stand a Chance to Win Prizes. Uh, it is by Think Fast Interactive. So I think it's going to be something kind of like, uh, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings around here. They've got that trivia that plays on the TV mm-hmm. there, and you can kind of play along. I think it's going to be something in that vein. But who knows? It should, sure. be, it should, it should be a good time. Regardless, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to getting out there and, uh, and and meeting everybody. So, guys, if you are attending PowerCon, I will be there Saturday, all day, and the majority of Sunday at least, depends on if some plans come through Sunday night or not. Uh, but drop when you find me, drop me the PowerCon phrase that pays, which will be. Granamir sleeps with twiggets in the evergreen forest. So, if you can drop me that line, you'll get something a little extra special. 
from Legends of Grayskull. Uh, limited to the first, uh, I think I got five of them. Yeah, it's limited. So make sure you find me early and let me know the PowerCon phrase that pays from Legends of Grayskull. Um, I'm, Eric is yelling at me. Uh, we do have to take a quick commercial break. Uh, stay tuned and hear a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back, guys. Legends of Grayskull will be back right after these messages. Coming this October, Grand Haven's first and only toy show, Toy Haven! Tell us about the history. Why did we choose Grand Haven as the uh, epicenter for all things toys? Well, uh, Matthew Rodriguez and I, uh, Matthew runs uh, Tulip City Comic and Toy Fair in Holland. Okay. Um, I run Muskecon in Muskegon. Um, we both born and raised on the lakeshore. I uh, absolutely love it. And we decided we wanted to collaborate and do a show together. And, hey, let's meet in the middle. And Grand Haven is such a great downtown, just a beautiful place. We thought this is the perfect place to do it. So this is where we're launching uh, our toy-only show. We wanted to kind of do, you know, just flea market style, just all toys wall-to-wall. And uh, Grand Haven was just a great a great spot to, to do it. Make sure you join us on October 9th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Grand Haven Community Center in Grand Haven, Michigan for Toy Haven 2, the sequel. $5 admission, kids 11 and under are free. For more information, please contact ideasformars at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at Toy Haven Toy Show. And now, back to Legends of Grayskull. Welcome back, everybody, to Legends of Grayskull, episode 72. Uh, thank you, our sponsors at Toy Haven. Make sure you guys check that out. That's coming October 9th in Muskegon, Michigan. Um, okay, guys, let's jump into it here. So we've talked PowerCon, we've talked Mythic, we've talked all that. Let us go now. Um, you know what? Yeah, you want to go? You want to go live on YouTube, Sean? Sure. Sure, let's go live on YouTube for this next part here. We are going to be taking a look at a new figure. And we should be live now. Hello, YouTube, if anybody's out there. Uh, I hope you all are having a wonderful morning. Thanks for jumping in. And we are in the middle of Legends of Grayskull episode 72. We wanted to give all you YouTube subscribers a special sneak peek at what we're going to talk about. So if you're here, drop us a line in the chat. If not, eh, you'll see this later or you'll hear it on the episode. So we are going to be taking a look at... My cat took the box. Ah! Oh, I've got volume. Your cat's a mint on card collector. <laughs> Put your guns on. How you doing this morning, buddy? Thanks for jumping in. Uh, we're going to take a look at the Masterverse Faker today. I was lucky enough. I know it's an empty box, but I was lucky. <laughs> we're restarting the whole episode. Restart. 
Uh, yeah. Thanks to fellow collector and local toy hunter Paul Small, I was able to get my hands on the new Masterverse Revelation Faker. Uh, hey, J.D. Gibson. How you doing, buddy? Well, sneak preview of episode 72 for you. Um, so we're going to be taking a look at that today. Now, this side panel art is one of the best in the series uh, by Eamon O'Donohue. And I did not see this until I got this in hand from Paul. So that was really cool. I love the eye effect yeah. on, the, on the He-Man head above Baker. Um, yeah, that is sweet. And of course, his back art is sweet too. But I'd, I'd seen that. But he, seeing that for the first time in person, and again, that's the whole thing with this Masterverse line. When you see it in person, there is nothing like it. So let's take a look at Baker. So right off the pet, right off the card here, you know he comes with the the half damaged body, uh, the half damaged face, and then pretty much everything else is He Man. Um, he's got the harness and everything. He's got one arm has a bit more damage on the back there. And then, of course, he comes with his shield, his sword, and his harness. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Sean, but with the this is obviously just the Skeletor harness repainted or recast in orange. Mm -hmm. But with Skeletor, wasn't this two pieces? Yes. Yes. Yeah that that it broke apart. Uh, not and, broke, broke, but it, it was it was two pieces where yeah the. Right. The, the top of it, one. and then at the at yep. the circle or the jewel or whatever the center piece, it was a different piece then. And you can still see the cut there. Mm -hmm. uh, it is molded two separate pieces, but this one is glued. This is a okay. single piece. So I'm assuming because it came as an accessory and not on him, they were worried, you know, about whatever there, and they actually did glue this one. Otherwise, it is just. Well, uh, uh, did they do it like that with Skeletor though? Because he had the magnet underneath to keep his cape on, or whatever. That might I think be that's too. why they maybe, did it. Maybe in his it was case. the magnet. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So, but this one they did make one piece, even though it is a recast. Uh, shield looks exactly the same, and then the sword has that has an orange hilt. I like the orange they used. It is not a. Yeah. It is not a ridiculous orange. It is not that too bright orange. And then the wrap is still the same. The blade's still the same, pretty much. Um, but I really like, you know, I like Masters for the bright colors, but there are some colors mm -hmm. that I don't mind muted, and orange is one of them. I like that they, they muted it a little bit more on there. And it match, it actually matches the, the harness, like, really well. So, that's very I nice. like that the, uh, the orange isn't on the blade, though. Right, I like right. that the silver is the blade, the more like the and the hilt is the orange. Yeah, and even even with the classics, that that still was it was like a metallic orange, but it mm -hmm. wasn't as bright. This I like that it's just here's silver the whole way up the blade. That actually makes it a little more visually. It looks more interesting to me for some reason. Right, and then of course he comes with the alternate heads, which is the the come on camera focus in, uh, which is the plain He Man head. But with red pupils. And mm -hmm. then, of course, the all 
robot head, which is a new head sculpt. It's got these harsh uh, geometric angles on it. It is not just the He-Man head without the without the hair on it, which I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be originally. Focus on me. Focus on the head. Yeah. There it is. So you can see above the eyebrows there, it's got that hard dent, and on the sides yeah. there, it's got those hard angles. And on the back, actually, if my camera will keep cooperating with me. Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> right behind it's the ears. It's more geometric looking. Right be- yeah, the, right, the and right behind hand. the ears, there is a little bit of a, uh, a shape there. Mm-hmm. Not that it yeah. wants to work with me, no. but it is there. So that was neat, too, that they actually did take some care in this. Um, and, of course, I got my regular He-Man here. So one easy thing you can do, you got an extra He-Man, is you can pop that red-eyed one on there. And you've got the Scare Glow. Uh, ah. How come I can never put heads on whenever I'm on camera? Like, it's so easy <laughs> normally, but once you're on camera. Oh, that's how it works. Yeah, it's the whole, you know, oh, somebody's watching. Yeah. I could mess up. And they, they had, you know, you can get that red-eyed uh, He-Man that Tila fought. And really, the, the the hair, at least, is a different sculpt. It's it's longer. It covers his mm-hmm. eyes more. And the sides are a bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, they did go a little bit different here. They didn't just redo the He-Man. Um, and even... Even on the, I mean, the majority of it, the waist down definitely is the same. The The paint apps are a little bit different. Um, and I don't know how well we can tell it here, but there is actually, this isn't just paint here. There is actually a little yeah. bit of a lip yeah. where his skin has peeled off. Um, yeah, I think it's picking up actually. Probably pretty good mm-hmm. for considering. Yeah, I could see it in the light. I could see the the shadow the, there. Yeah, right. the The skin is the flesh. It's a layer above the silver robot body. You know, we speculate on that whether it was just paint or not. Um, and and it absolutely is some different sculpting there. They did they did sculpt uh, different body, upper arms, and you know. Uh, at least one elbow and one forearm. So they did put some work into this. It is not just a straight He-Man repaint. And they mm-hmm. were able to use a shiny silver paint, which I know not nice. all companies can do. So um, I like yeah. it. it out yeah. of out, of, it's like I said. I'm not I'm not going all in on this line uh, at this point for budget and just in general, but. Um, Faker and Scareglow were the two where I'm like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> Both of those gra- definitely grab my attention, and and this is not helping me at this point because it is making me want one on my. He's shelf. really cool. The package <laughs> is really cool. Um, yeah, he's definitely a worthy pickup in my opinion. He is very well done. Like I said, the fact that he has new sculpting is huge for me. Um, and I'll. I'll probably honestly be displaying it with his whole robot head because I really like that one. There's a look at him with the mm-hmm. with the faker armor on. Yeah, it's really well done figure. I like I like the multiple heads. I like the sword, you know. I'll put a sword 
Oh yeah, you can do that. So focusing. Yeah, that one pops for me. Like on on almost every level, that figure pops for me more than I actually I like him better than probably most of the offerings in the line to this point. Um, and yeah, and uh, the other thing too, like I like that that the cartoon actually made it made Faker into a character where it's like you can have your cake and eat it too. Yes, he's going to have that filmation thing where they did the here's He Man right. as Faker, but then once you get underneath, then it represents yeah, but that's also Faker. That's the way that. Yeah, you know, the new take on Faker, and I really I enjoyed that quite a lot. So. No, I liked him too. I love this yeah. figure. It's a great presentation. The deluxe packaging. It is a bit big when he's even when he's in there. It seems like there's a lot of extra room. Um, I don't think this is the same dimensions as the Skelly God box. I should have looked at that. I think Skelly God was actually a little narrower. Um, mm-hmm. But I have a feeling they kind of made it this big for a reason. I, I think we're going to see a deluxe figure in each wave. And so I think they purposely made it a little bigger than it had to be to uh, accommodate whatever they have planned. That's just my speculation. Um, J.D. Gibson says, don't forget, you got to save some of that budget for Cosmic Legions. So, yeah, no kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Very cool thing. And, and JD, make sure you check out the whole episode 72. We did talk about Cosmic for a minute. So, yes, it's uh, all in all, I'm very pleased with it. It's, it's, like I said, it's quite a bit different from the regular figure. They put in some extra work here. Um, and I really feel like he is a worthy pickup. So, yeah. Very nice. Highly recommend. Uh, and I can't wait. Uh, unlike Sean, I am all in for Masterverse. I've, everything I've seen so far is like, yep, 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 gimme, gimme. So, and the and the beauty of it is you can find them at retail stores. Faker's a little hard to mm-hmm. find right now, but they all have been in the initial release, and then afterwards they seem to get, you know, a bit more prevalent. So, yeah. All right, guys, we're going back off the YouTube. Thanks for to- joining us for this special sneak peek. And, uh, Make sure you jump over and check out the full episode 72. Until next time. All right. And we are back to just us. Um, Sean, why don't we go ahead here? We're running a little long. Why don't we jump into your segment of the show and, and make sure we get that. Oh, all right. Let's do it. So I'll do, let's see. Yeah, comments, geek them, questions, all that stuff. So we got a few this time. Uh, Tony Crossland Welcome. wrote us and he said, I'm curious to know if you guys have heard any news about the future of the Motu Origins line. With two new Netflix series and a, po- and a plurality, I almost said popular, plurality of <laughs> Motu toy lines hitting the shelves, I'm a little nervous about Origins taking a back seat. Yes, I actually, I, I, I know I've brought this up on the show before, um, but as of right now, they're still announcing things. I mean, we got we got the Green Goddess, Web Store, Stinkor, uh, Lords of Power, Beastman wave coming out. I think there's at least one wave beyond that confirmed, and I mm-hmm. think one wave beyond that kind of leaked unofficially. Um. Yeah, I mean it's an it's a, it's it's definitely a worry. I, I get I get why you're worried, 
But right now, Mattel seems like they're they're good with the sales of everything. Mm-hmm. And I I don't think that they're really impacting the other, right? Like, I don't think anybody's going to the store and going, well, I can either get uh, Masterverse Faker or I can get Origins Beastman. And, you know, making that either or. I think the people who are collecting Origins are collecting Origins. People that are collecting Masterverse are collecting Masterverse. And the people who are collecting both are collecting both. Um, mm-hmm. And I really don't think the CGI line should have anything to do with any of this because that is clearly two different demographics. I think Mattel is finally realizing that we can satisfy multiple demographics at once as opposed to like 2000 X days when they were like, Nope, if you got, you know, we got to get the kids, the collectors, the adults, the everybody in one line. And I think they finally realized like that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And on top of that, like with origins, some of the decisions that they're starting to make are actually like, really? Uh, like I, I heard um, potential of Sunman. Yep. And I'm like, and oh. Did you see that Olmec Toys made a, a post on Facebook saying big news coming soon? I didn't see that, so yeah. no. <laughs> there you go. Lends a little more credence to it, so... Yeah, I guess we're in the same boat. We're worried, but at this point, I'd say you're all right because everything seems to be going well. So, I think, I guess, from my perspective, the point where you'd want to get worried about that line is when they get to, okay, we've given you every vintage figure, and then yeah. now what? You know, and and they they sprinkled enough from various waves from the vintage to go. Well, you don't know how this is all going to work out because they're intermixing. Uh, Scareglow was offered pretty early in the line, and Scareglow was originally, you know, at the end tail end and everything. So, right. I think once you get through the initial roster, that's where you start going. But then you know, all of a sudden, you find out, hey, here's another wave coming at you. So who knows? And if they start going into again, Sunman, if they start going that route there's right. a potential of like you you might get some stuff that you're like i never thought i'd even get this in hand officially perhaps right because well, then it opens what if they do the squares of tea stuff eventually you know i mean honestly if they did that that's where they might grab me because yeah. that would be crazy and that would be like they didn't different. give it to me in classics but i'll i'll get them this way because it's kind of fun that they're there you know right no, and that's that's exactly, and they're already sprinkling in stuff like you know Green Goddess and stuff like yeah. that to where it's like, okay, we are not necessarily just, you know, just vintage figures. We're already trying to get it a little bit beyond that. So, yeah, I, I, I would say right now you have nothing to be worried about. In a year or so, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And especially the other thing too is with how fast these waves were coming out. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest thing is if they're going to burn through them in two years, then yeah, I, I can understand the the worry there as well. So I just realized there's a little bit more on this one than uh, I have here printed out. So we're going to have to. Uh, I'll have to either go on the Facebook. Actually, you can you do that? What are we looking Since for? You got your phone? Yeah, uh, Tomas. He's the That's second question. Right. His, his, I have a C more, and I forgot to actually open it further, and I don't want to take away from what he's asking. 
I'll start it off, and then when you get to his, you can fill in. Oh, here, the, I, got, uh, I got it right now. So okay. If either uh, you, if there you go. If either go of you it. would apply for work in one of these four options, what would be your first option and why? What would be your bragging line in your application? Castle <laughs> Snake Mountain, Eternal's Palace, Fright Zone, and go. <laughs> so we're applying for work in one of the main places. Go ahead, Sean. Oh boy. Um, I, 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 I. It wouldn't be Snake Mountain because no, I, 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 I had a boss uh, in the last few years who basically was Skeletor and treated me like he would be man, and I'm good. I'm good with that. So. Definitely not Fright Zone, because I'm not into Hordak. Uh, I, I like Hordak, but I'm not into working for Hordak. So, uh, honestly, it'd probably be Castle Grayskull, just because how cool would it be to be in that environment? And um, I, I guess, I don't bragging. What would be my bragging line on the application? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that uh, thing you throw in there like, yeah, I'm perfect for the job, because... <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, what what would the position be at Castle Grayskull that I'd be applying for? I guess. Um, let's see. If, if I wanted to work, the, I, w- I would. I would probably just be like, look, you know, if the sorceress needs anything, I'm here. I'm cool. She can't get out of the castle unless she's a bird. I can get out of the castle. I'm cool with doing that. You, you get me a get. You know, get me a. Uh, get me I got a driver's driver. license. Get, get, I got a driver's license. Yeah, and it's attorney or whatever. Uh, and uh, on top of that, you know, like I would probably just be really interested in seeing all the craziness inside that place because it seemed like there's never a moment where you'd be bored at Castle Grayskull compared to anywhere else on Eternia. You wouldn't be scared for your life like you would in Snake Mountain or the Fright Zone. And Eternos Palace, I feel like that would be almost too regimented. I'm not that big of a regimented person in that way. Like, I just, eh. it's like, what would I do? I, I wouldn't yeah. want to be a guardsman. I wouldn't want to be, I'm not a mechanic. I wouldn't want to work with Duncan. I mean, so yeah, Sorceress is like, she's lovely on top of that. And then, I'm, and then I don't know, I could just, I could help her keep up with everything as needed, basically. I, I could be your hands and and your feet when you need them or whatever. I, I really have no reason to join anywhere. So basically, you're just, you're just hidden on the sorceress. Like that's that's I, what you're. I, I always had a thing for it. There you go. It never really went away. I'm going to be honest. I will but I won't be a creeper. I will do I won't anything. Be the creeper. For <laughs> wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> wait, wait. Nudge, nudge. Say no yeah, more. Yeah. Say no more. <laughs> Now, now it's like, what was my bragging line? I'm a creeper, please. <laughs> awesome, uh, awesome. <laughs> what we I, found out on episode seventy-two is Sean should be within a hundred yards of the sorcerers. I would, I would probably have to go for the palace, just because, like, not and not the guard side. I'm like on the on the civil service side, right? Like, you know, ah, okay. the, the, the plumbing, the kitchen, the, something over there. Um, I'll, I'll apply to be Orko's personal assistant and, and there you my, go. my bragging line will be, uh, you know, according, according to my previous job, I, I was good at disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, you got a be- you just went through all that. I haven't gone through a job interview for two years. Yes. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. So that, that's, that's why I'm I gonna, forget I'm my bragging line. Palace. I'm going to be Oracle's <laughs> personal assistant. I'm going to be the guy that he dumps eggs on, that he makes disappear, you know, storm clouds, all that stuff. That's that's my job. There You're going to be walking around and you got this weird tick after about a week because Orca's electrocuted you one too many times. I'm good. So. I'm good at taking I worked customer service for nearly four decades. I'm good at taking punishment. So <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. There you go. Thank you, Tomas. Tomas, I, I, I actually, he's, he's bringing the, the uh, podcasters of the universe flavor to the show and I'm not yeah, thinking oh, it's a bad thing. Because that's one of those questions where I know but the, they've done the something similar is, on their show, and I've been in the same place. I'm like, I'm like Jeremy. I'm like, I don't know. The problem is we're not as witty as they are. So, but I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> so, uh, Skelevator, speak of him. He is here. He goes. Uh, if you guys each had to reduce your toy collections to one line, even limiting yourselves to one type of figure within an IP. Uh, especially like Motu Classics versus Motu Vintage, what would you choose? Classics. Classics. No, no, <laughs> no hesitation. I love Mythic. <laughs> I love everything else. I'm really enjoying the Masterverse, but you're telling me one toy line out of everything, it's Classics every time. I will get rid of everything I have before I get rid of my Classics. They are just they are yeah, the I, pinnacle of Masters of the Universe. Yeah, to me... And that's the thing. Like, if it, it I just went with Motu. I, I, Mythics might edge it out right now, but I think with it, with classics, it's like, no, that, that one, my heart yeah. was, it, it was almost like having a kid. The minute you see that figure, it's like, I love you. You know, like, there's right. that, like, I want to hold you. I want to be here with you, kind of, the, you know, it's Mythic, that whole feel. Mythics are great. The turtles are great, but nothing ties me back to my childhood more than the characters of Masters of the Universe. So at the end of the day, it's mm-hmm. going to be. Masters and out of Masters Classics is the best toy line. You know, I really like what they're doing with Masterverse. Some of the articulation I like even more, but the the Classics just nailed that aesthetic for me. See, I read his question. Uh, I I deep dove a little further accidentally reading that one because for (laughs) some reason I thought he was also asking... It, it limiting ourselves to one figure even within that line, which made me go, ooh. Oh, see, I thought he meant types. Like, you can't No, 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 he did, he did, he did. I went there by accident. I, and then, I I, uh, like, last night I was like, what one would it be if I had to pick one of the classic figures to be like, this is that one? Yeah, I And I don't know which one it would even be. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say if I had to, like if somebody had a gun to my head and I had to, it probably would be a toss up between He-Man, Vicor, and Fisto out of that line. Um, and I think Fisto might edge it out only for the fact that he, when I got him, I'm like, I get why people want this thing so yeah. bad. I, I was, I was completely blown away by that figure. I will ask the viewers, don't ever make me have to choose. Please. No easy on me. That'll be one of the trivia questions you got to answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you, Skelevator. Uh, Jacob Hicks, um, he wrote in, do you know if the distribution issues are still happening? Still seeing the same figures at my local Walmart and Target. Walmart is Walmart. They are horrible. But I think that's more of an internal thing, and especially store to store. Um, 
Now, again, we are in no way affiliated with anybody who works on the line at all. Mm-hmm. So this is just speculation. I'll put that out there right off the bat. I, I think it's getting better. But, like, if your Walmart stinks at getting the shelves filled, they are always going to stink at getting the shelves filled. You know, and I hear yeah. people of Walmarts getting stuff that my local Walmart does not. My local Walmart, you can go in there two weeks straight, and that toy aisle does not change. You can tell no one's even facing up because you'll have damaged product, stuff that's been stolen, and the empty packaging is just sitting there for two weeks on end. Like, no one's even walking my local Walmart mm-hmm. toy department. But other Walmarts get stuff. So I don't think it's as much a distribution issue as it is, you know, the that Walmart. Target has been pretty good about getting stuff through. Um, I've seen Masterverse Mossman and Evil in there. I've seen just about all the deluxe figures. Uh, the Origin of Evil 2-pack finally started showing up in my area last week. Um, I think Target's getting through it pretty good. Um but yeah, Walmart, if your Walmart stinks, your Walmart's always going to stink. Um, they did recently get, they did have the Revelation Battle Cat. I went there after I dropped the kids off to school. They had that, and I've seen one Skelly God there. So, slowly but surely stuff is trickling through. But yeah, it's, me personally, I look at, I have more hopes for Target than I ever do at, for going into a Walmart. Yeah, see, I was at, uh, I was at Target on Sunday, and, um, for Origins, they definitely had uh, they had Battle Armor, He Man, Buzzsaw, yep. Hordak. Um, trying to think of who else they they had some of the more recent ones that yeah. people are looking for. And then um, for Masterverse, they had uh, Mossman and He Man. But I finally got to see uh, Battle Cat because I haven't seen one of those in hand still. Oh, because yeah. honestly, I haven't been going to the stores very much. Right. And I actually picked it up. I'm like, my God, no wonder people are saying how big this thing is. Oh yeah. He's um, beauty. But, but what I love is uh, I go into target now and it used to be like the minute you saw that rise of evil two pack, you ran for the register yeah. and they, they were like seven deep with yeah, that. Now. So, <laughs> one, I, I'll give them. I'll give them to tell uh, props for this because I still cannot walk into Target and find GI Joes at all. But right. at least Rise of Evil is available. Whereas it, it was like the whole. Well, I think GI Joes out there. I just never could find them. Same with Rise mm-hmm. of Evil. Well, at least they're fixing that divide. Right. You know, they're they're definitely making it available. But now it's going to be like a peg warmer almost. So it is what it is there. But. Um, and I don't mean that as like you know. It's just there's so many of them that I have this feeling they're not going to be as sought after, uh, just in general as Absolutely. as like some of the other ones are. But it's still nice to know. Hey, they're they're yep. trying to work on that. So yeah, it seems to um, be getting better. I think it's going in the right direction. And plus, and another thing uh, in response to Jacob, it, it depends on how you collect them. I mean, right. I know there's people uh, like Jeremy DeWitt. He he's getting a lot through like Big Bad Toy Store half the time. You could go online and get some of these without needing to worry about going to Walmart, Target if they're driving you nuts, and you'll probably get them. And uh, it depends too. Like, are you mint on card? If you're mint on card, some of the people are not happy how they're being delivered instead of Absolutely. going out and being able to look at the cards on the on the pegs or whatever. But the one nice thing at least about right now is there's at least different ways of getting things and the chances of you're going to get it at some point versus, Oh, I'll never find it out in the wild anymore. Absolutely. 
there's that. Um, so JP Castro, no question. Just wanted to say thanks for all the work you guys put into the podcast. It is definitely my favorite, and that is awesome. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> sir. Oh, I'm wonderful to I hear. I know that. J- Jason Torrance has said uh, on many occasions how much he likes us, but it's it's really crazy to go. Wow, we're somebody's favorite. That's crazy. So <laughs> thank you, I thank you, JP. It. I did not expect anything I take a part in to be a favorite of anybody. So that's that's wild. Yeah, it's but great, uh, you know, yeah. We- we love putting it out there, but it is it is great hearing that it is being received well, um, and to see mm-hmm. these numbers grow um, every every week. I mean, we're up to as of today, we're up to eight hundred and eighty eight YouTube subscribers, which is an awesome number to be on for a minute here. Um, yeah, and, and we're only in year two. I mean, it'll be two years in January, and I'm still I still think we can do it, guys. I think we can hit that thousand by January. Which would be huge, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for for a masters only podcast. Um, you know, the support from the community has been overwhelming, and we can't thank you guys enough for tuning in to listen to us uh, ramble on every couple of weeks. So, thank you guys. Yeah, and and I, like, I gotta share, say. subscribe, bring that up. <laughs> yeah. tell your friends. Uh. This is why I need him as my manager if I ever get my art stuff back off the ground the way I want to. But now, the other thing, too, that I, I want to say, uh, since this is part of that, is uh, I know there's been people who've reached out to me privately and just mm-hmm. said, you know, they appreciate that we do what we do because we're not out there trying to be negative And we're trying to put, you know, like, this is why this works for us. Yeah. Or if it doesn't work for us, we at least give reasons why. And we're not just bashing the crap out of it, which Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a part of that to begin with. And I appreciate that there's other people that are coming to us and going, I like your style of it because you're just not negative for negative sake. If there's something you don't like, you actually have valid reasons why you don't like it. And I like that because it's the weirdest thing when you end a conversation with somebody that that listens and they go, thank you for having a mature back and forth with me about this. And I'm like, that's what we should be doing, but uh, apparently, yeah, I I forget this is the day and age we live in. It's yeah, it, it makes me feel better to go. You know, we we are trying to at least have some rationality in what we're doing, yep. and people are are responding to it. So, thank you to anybody out there who appreciates that as well. You don't have um, to like everything. You don't have to agree no. with everyone, but let's be respectful and let's talk. Yeah. About and then uh, 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 the mainstay, Jason Torrance wrote, Jason! he said, <laughs> how's it going, Jason? It's like every episode. I love that he contributes. It's awesome. Um, Jason Torrance, I agree with JP. Thank you for all the work you guys put into the podcast. Thank you. I do have a couple questions. First, what effect do you think the polarized reaction to Revelations will have on the future of this version of Masters? Do you think there will be a season two? And I'll, I'll save the next question for after we're done with the first question. Right now, the reaction is not going to have any effect. Because the next five are done. They, you know, they were scoring them the week that the first five dropped. Right now, it's not going to make a difference. Second five are coming out January, February, somewhere around there. Um, I think it'll be after that 
is when Netflix will sit down and go, okay, what do we do with Revelation? Do we continue? Do we not? Um, and honestly, you know, for me, I have not seen, after the initial it dropped, all these channels and shows had their, you know, campaign against it. And basically, once those sh shows, you know, moved on to the next thing, I have not seen as much negative, personally. That's just me. You know, maybe it's still out there. And I'm not, again, I'm not telling people they have to like it. But I'm just saying, it's interesting that once these certain channels moved on, so did kind of the huge wave of, you know, let's get, let's, you know, cry against it. Let's speak out against it. So... I don't know if you've seen the same thing, Sean, but I guess, and I have talked to people personally or privately that said, you know, they were against it. They were against it. They didn't like what they were hearing. They sat down and watched it and they actually enjoyed it or enjoyed parts of it, or it wasn't as bad as they feared. So, and I'm seeing a lot more positive. I'm seeing some great fan art out there. You know, people are loving the Masterverse toys and I really think that the back five is really going to redeem a lot of what even me and you disliked in the first one. You know, I think mm -hmm. we're going to get the story that we really wanted to see. And I'll, you know, I said it during our breakdowns, but I really do think it was a mistake to drop those first five by themselves. I, I just, that's my opinion. I think it, if, if the last five go the way I think it will, I think it'll make the series as a whole infinitely better. So I think they really should have waited and just dropped all 10 of ones. But that's just me. And I am not an executive. I am nothing. So what do I know? <laughs> I, I'm always going to agree with, I wish they would have dropped all 10 instead. Yeah. And, and, and then judged it based on that point. Because, I mean, I, I'm still not the biggest fan of, it took them two years and then we got five episodes and we still have to wait for more episodes in that way. It's like, it, it, that's part of why the new show for me is exciting because that's going to be a lot more than just five episodes we're getting right, right. there. And it's going to take a little bit to get through all those for me, at least. Um, I I don't see a lot of the negativity. And if there is negativity, it's people that are just wanting to dig in on the stuff that we already have heard 50,000 times already. Uh, and yeah. and to me, a lot of that's already so played out that it's it's like, haven't you moved on like the other clickbait? channels like right. i mean you don't need to keep harping on this if it didn't work for you it's fine then just you know i right. i want to see how it plays out it's just that simple um and as for like a season two i i'm very much in the and and part of that is yeah. you know like first off they look at it for the numbers and the, all this right. other stuff but then it, there is a part of me that's wondering all that negativity, how did that affect the people behind the scenes that worked right. on it and say, do we want to go back to that? Well, again, because it was so crazy the first time I feel like Kevin Smith, he's just kind of like, he's there if they want him. And he's and if yeah. not, he's, he's on to other projects. I mean, probably. He's, he's no stranger to, to, to negative backlash, right? Yes, I mean, he's had <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and he, he hit some of his career is basically that anyway. So he's right. definitely had the conditioning to that. 
Um, I, I'm one of those people that I've said it a few times. I kind of wish we had things leading up to this show because it really wasn't going to be filmation again. So there is a part of me going, it would have been nice to go, here's a season leading up to what revelation was about. So we could have seen this version of all those characters. Um, and I feel like there's still stories to be told in this version. So it's not like, it's not like this. If it ends, that'll be all there is. I feel like there should be plenty more fuel in the tank on that. So do you think this current negative reaction, you think that has any bearing on a potential season two or as of right now? I don't, it, that's the thing. Like I'm not on the inside. I don't know. I feel like, I, I feel like, and this is, this is where I am about everything. Everything's corporate. So yeah. it's all about, did it get the numbers? Did it get the money? Right. Did it get this? Did it get that? And if it got yeah. those things, there's a really good potential they're going to do it. I mean, hell, people still want the Snyderverse to come back. And I'm like, please, God, yeah. let that die. But no, there are people that want it. And it, it's sort of the same deal. It's like I, I've seen more positive than negative now because mm-hmm. people have ingested it and gone, oh, this is what it is versus what people are telling me, like you said. But um, yeah, I I would kind of hope that they have a door open for that, or at least it's you know partially open for the potential because I heard they have ideas. Okay. And if the, the next part actually plays out nicely, then let's see those ideas. Absolutely. Um, but I, I don't feel like it's a dead thing at all. I feel yeah. like there is, I, I feel like they've seen, hey, we're, we're putting out a second cartoon already. So obviously there's something there. There's a potential there for something. So um, I, I, I'd say 60-40 right now right. With, with the way I view it at least. Yeah. Um, and then the second question, my second question is, what advice do you have for someone who's just getting into collecting the Masters of the Universe figures? Thanks for your help. I really enjoy the shows. You're just getting into collecting Masters of the Universe figures, just in general. That's a that's it. that's basically okay. uh, yeah. Who is just getting into collecting the figures? Yep, just figures. I only have one piece of advice for you. Don't get into classics. <laughs> Oh. That is my advice. They are, they are. If you if, to get the heavy hitters, it is, it is a pain. It is expensive. It is hard to find them with all of their. A lot of guys hard to find them with all their different accessories and pieces and everything else. So that's my advice. Anybody just get into Master Universe? Look at Masterverse. Look at Origins. You know, I would I, honestly, I'd rather chase Vintage at this point than chasing classics. So mm-hmm. that's my advice. What you got, Sean? Uh, I, I mean, it, I, I would say if you are going to go for classics, go after the heavy hitters and just get those out of the way if you can afford it. Because they're not drafted. That, they go no, up year not. after year. They, like, <laughs> no matter like what's Fisto, coming out. <laughs> Fisto by himself, I've seen for upwards to 300 or more dollars. And, you know, it's like that one's one that if he's a favorite of yours and you have that kind of cash, I'd say do it just because yeah. you won't regret it. Right. But uh, I mean, that's a lot. I mean, I basically what's behind me, yeah. that that stuff was rough for me. Yeah. But I did a hey, at least I did it. and I'm, I'm done with it. This thing is gone. I move forward um, it, with classics. Yeah, it's it's like if you can get the main figures that matter to you, you're going to be thrilled. 
even if it's going to be high price, you'll be thrilled at the end of the day that you got them. But if I was just starting today and I had nothing on my shelves, I'd say from my personal taste, I'd be like, just go get the Masterverse guys. Yeah. Because you're going to get the articulation. You're going to be able to swap stuff. And again, you know, even Origins offers that too. You can swap arms. You could swap all this stuff. So, you know, you do have ends right now. And if, if, like you said, at vintage, they're available, they're out there. Yep. You're going to get beater figures probably, uh, but they're still going to be there, you know? That's, I just saw one more thing. And if you are, okay, so that's, I mean, go modern, go the stuff that's out now. Don't give in to, to the gotta have it now. You know, wait. Rise of Evil. That pack was going for three, four times its price. It's everywhere now. Yep. That's my second piece of advice. If you're starting today, you know, don't go on eBay and pick up this faker. He will be everywhere. So just don't worry about FOMO. Don't worry about scalpers. Just if you're getting into it now, just wait. Be patient. Make some friends. You know, the friends in the Masters communities can be very helpful. Like I said, Paul got that for me. You know, that just, Mm -hmm. I met him online, found out we live in the same area. He looks out for me. I look out for him. I got him a Skelly God when I found him first. He got me a Faker when he, when I, when he found it first. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. make friends. Don't be, don't be afraid of missing out. These will be there. These modern stuff they're releasing now will be there. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I I agree completely because, with especially with the two pack and stuff like that, that thing was going for crazy money. And then now you're finding them, like I said, there's like seven deep on the shelves right now in Target. Right. So um, it, you you might not be able to show it off and go, look what I got today. But in a month, you're still going to get the thing, you know, or maybe however long. So, but yeah, definitely. And the only other, uh, um, the only other one that I could actually recommend that won't be crazy is 2000X. If you yeah. love that cartoon, even oh, on look. card, those Thanks. are not going to be too bad to deal with. Yeah. Yes, there is a 2000X. No yes, there, and he's awesome, actually. He he's awesome. a great sculpted he's figure. One of the great ones. All right, how many more we got? We got what I just wanted to do because I mentioned like an episode or two back uh, that we got a new uh, review on iTunes, and this is back in July 14th. So I'm really sorry it's been a while. But it's better been late a than while. Never. <laughs> so uh, it, the the review title is "So Much Motu Fun." Five stars. Nice. Uh, gone Gone Fishing seventy seven is the reviewer. Thank you for listening to us while you're fishing. Yeah, <laughs> PH, not not F. Ooh. So um, absolutely love this podcast. Look forward to every episode. Always informative and fun. And you get a sense of how much these guys truly enjoy sharing and discussing their love of all things masters. Come listen and good journey. Thank, Thank you. you very much. That's and he's awesome. Obviously old school <laughs> fan, prior roast Google fan right there. Thank you, Gone Fishing. We appreciate that. So yeah, again, it's always great to hear back from you guys. All right, Sean. I think that that's a show, right? Uh, why don't you take I'm, us home, buddy? Oh boy! All right. Take, like, take us into share, that power. Subscribe. Take us into that PowerCon weekend. There we go. Oh, the PowerCon weekend. I 
I wish I had a cool master's voice I could use. I got Optimus Prime, but that doesn't work in a master's universe, really. Uh, Peter uh, Cullen <laughs> did the original narration for the first commercial. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yep. <laughs> Castle Grayskull. Yeah. That was it. Exactly. What? That was him. 100%. Like, share, subscribe, transform, and roll. Okay, sorry. <laughs> All right, closing up episode 77. On today's episode, we found out that. Wait, what episode? Uh, 77, 72. It was Gone Fish at 77. There you go. Episode 72. <laughs> Closing out episode 72 of Legends of Grayskull podcast. On today's episode, we found out that the uh, Masterverse Faker is pretty darn cool. And even I, who is a, now a Mythical Legion guy, have to have one on my shelf at some point. So definitely, yeah, those glowing eyes. There you go. It's burning into my soul. You must buy one. So anyway, uh, yeah, like, share, subscribe, ring that bell, find us on Facebook, Legends of Graceful Podcast Group. Uh, you can come in there and geek out with us, talk shop with us. We're always happy to have you along. If you want to email us, logpod85 at gmail.com. Feel free to send any comments, questions, suggestions over there as well. Uh, follow us. We're on Instagram as well. Uh, is it logpod85 there? Uh, Legends of Grace Podcast. Legends of Grace Podcast on there. And also Twitter, Logpod85 on there. Um, so, yeah. And the YouTube channel, of course. Like, share, subscribe, ring the bell, like I said. Right. And until next time. Until next time, guys. I will see you at PowerCon. Oh, come on. Oh!